In this episode, I'm joined by a great thought leader and our regular co-host, Senthal SSG. So Senthal is the Director of Consulting at the Arbinger Institute, Singapore, Malaysia, which just celebrated its 15th year here in Asia. Senthal has been a speaker and consultant for 16 years, and he really understands the deep human science behind mindset. He uses his experience to help multinational corporations, SMEs, nonprofits, and schools change mindset. This episode is capturing our conversation from an article featured in the New York Times that I'll link to in the description. Really looking forward to diving into some topics today and really seeing your opinion and your thoughts on this. Thank you, Derek. I'm also looking forward to this conversation. So my first thought was this idea of, are we falling back into nationalism? If you look at the U.S., and who they have elected. You look at you know, England with Brexit, strong leaders throughout Asia that seem to be you know, gaining more power every day. Why do you think that we're trending back towards nationalism when the last time that was a huge theme in the world that led to you know, two world wars? When you think about nationalism, it's very easy to think about complex models to explain all this. But what if there's a simpler model that can explain, you know, why is there a surge in nationalism? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a collection of individuals. And the collection of individuals each have their own ideologies, ideas, and all that, right? And remember this, every human being, in my opinion, right, is imperfect. There's no such thing as a perfect human being. In Arbinger, we say, you know, we all mix mindset people. You know, we all mix. And therefore, there's an aspect of us which is very self-focused. So all you need is somebody to trigger that self-focused self-focus, that self-belief, that egoistical belief of an individual, right? And when you trigger enough of those among a lot of people, then you create a society where people generally are very self-focused. You can call that nationalism. The common denominator of nationalism is actually an individual who starts to believe that, you know, he needs to be the center of the universe. We get so focused, we spend so much time, you know, looking at our own cell phones and our social media feeds, but there's a lot of, of information there that reinforces our particular beliefs. We like and follow the things that we're self-interested to, and we start creating this echo chamber. And so it reinforces that that opinion that I've created for myself. So how how do you use education or self-awareness to, to break out of that cycle? I'm a mixed-minded person, so there are certain aspects of me that are very self-focused. So let's say I'm, I'm somebody who doesn't like Donald Trump, mm-hmm. right? So uh, if I don't like him, you know, and I'm imperfect and I have an egoistical take on that, right? I'm going to hate him no matter what, you know? Then any information that comes which is contrarian to what I want him to be is something that I don't like. And any information that feeds what I want him to be becomes the information I get addicted to because it reinforces what I'm believing. Mm -hmm. To get out of that, we need to have self-awareness. We need to be mindful. We need to start to check ourselves and say, hey, am I coming from a a mature, wise place? Or am I so stuck in my views that I'm not able to see the views of others? Mm -hmm. It's something that we need to think about. You know, a lot of these, you know, nationalistic politicians, they, they, they pray Mm-hmm. On, on the emotions and they, they tune into the emotions whether that's there's not enough jobs or security your family's not safe because the people that are here are you know having you know right systems and securities in place so how do you connect to logic over that emotion mm-hmm. when that seems to be what these politicians are playing to 
I think uh, coming back, right, uh, it, it's about an individual's own self-awareness, you know. Is he able to reflect on his, himself and say, hey, why am I believing in this particular individual, this particular channel so much? You know, why am I not able to listen to the others? Mm -hmm. Am I making a decision, a conclusion based on listening to alternative, you know, views out there? Or am I totally believing in one? The common denominator seems to be an individual's ability to be self-aware, mm -hmm. reflect, you know, and make decisions based on information available, rather than be addicted to a particular channel. In higher education, mm -hmm. uh, there's, it's always meant to be a check mm -hmm. against political power, right? The idea in the article, it said that there's no genuine democracy without an informed public. Maybe that comes through higher education, or maybe that comes through more self-awareness. But in higher education, there's the idea that maybe the safe spaces that have been created are actually starting to limit um, some of the ideas and the different mm -hmm. mindsets that exist. In order to preserve or to protect certain individuals, they're actually silencing other individuals. Mm -hmm. But I think when those other mindsets aren't shared, there's a potential of, of losing out on, on being informed on certain mm -hmm. uh, decisions. So, you know, where do you, where do you look at that? How do you, how do you see? See, safe spaces can only exist in the context of the larger environment. So if you have very powerful voices, you know, the safe space, what is it going to do? How much influence is it going to have in the larger ecosystem? So I tend to agree that safe spaces might have a small role, but they're not going to make a big difference. Yes, education does play a big part, right? When you educate people, have more reasoning abilities, maybe they can discern better, they have more knowledge to make sense out of things. But if you look at the problems we're having around nationalism or me versus you, us versus them, right? Those are fundamentally issues around how I view the world. You know, am I inclusive or am I exclusive? The reason we're having all this is a fundamental belief about all the mindset about how we view the world. Are we seeing them as people who have needs? Are we seeing the situation clearly, right? So if we can see the situation clearly, a lot of these problems, right, do not need complex solutions like safe space, you know, and so on. You know, we can go back to the basics. Now, how can we empower individuals to become more responsible for their impact on others? Right. That might be a more helpful well, space to look. If they don't want to be, you know, ignorant to these things. You know, how do they, they quiet the noise around them and start to, you know, look internally to make some of those decisions? Mm -hmm. Let's see, um, you suffer a loss in the family. Somebody suffers a loss in the family. And it, it's, a, it's a very painful period for that individual, you know. And... Uh, and that painful period, right, uh, is because they're so caught up with the pain of that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, now the question then is how do we now bring back the memories of the past to balance off, you know, the, the memory that is so strongly held by this person. So you need to have balance. See, we can't uh, thumb down the loud voices. What we need to do is we need to have enough alternative voices in the space so that people are starting to see a buffet of ideas to look at. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's that the news says, oh, we got to be the first to report on this. So they're going in faster and they're not, you know, maybe getting all the information. And then, you know, they, they make their point and they want to stick by it. So when new facts come, mm -hmm. it's not news anymore. 
So it's back to the individual, right? They have to find, you know, the truth themselves. They can't just take the news at face value. They need to do their own research. And I find that I, I appreciate when there are fresh voices out there that say, hey, look, I stated this fact that at the time, this is the information we had. And I went back and we, you know, a couple of days went by, we found out more information because you have things like uh, there's so many incidents of like public shaming that happens on the Internet these days. And what is it after the fact they turn out, you know, actually the, there was more details that were that completely changed the story. But the initial outrage is already there. Someone's life can literally be ruined because the Internet gets becomes very savage and hunts these people down and, and, and says terrible things. And then if the true facts come out, well, the news doesn't always report on that. So people's lives can get really adversely affected by that information. So if more individuals were able to say, hey, wait a minute, here's a point of view. Is there another angle to this, right? Mm -hmm. uh, before I rush in and share my comments, right? Maybe uh, let, me, let me check if there's another angle to this. Wouldn't that be a very empowering, refreshing way, you know, to contribute to the social media space? Yeah, I definitely think that social media could use more mindfulness before people just launch rapid fire comment. But I think it's that, again, it's that quick emotional response. Oh, I feel very strong about this and I want to express that. And I want to have that, you know, be heard. But and people who know that, right, they, they leverage on that, you know. Mm -hmm. They know they can trigger, you know, yes. a certain the base emotions in us, right. Yeah. And then they pry on that, you know. And then the moment we react to a sensational news like this, you know, they've got us where they want us to be, you know. Yeah. And without that self-awareness, I'm just a puppet to somebody else. I'm just playing their game. Yes. Before that next comment, before that reaction. So there's the there's the two parts, right? There's the action, the reaction. Mm -hmm. There's the action of, hey, before I put this comment down, I can really think about this issue. I can, you know, weigh my emotions versus what are the facts in this case. Mm -hmm. And then also the reaction, knowing that there's going to be those people that are trying to stir the pot, that are trying to be controversial. Mm -hmm. You know, do I just, you know, react to that and let my emotions, you know, overrule me mm -hmm. and just become a part of that or... Do I have the self-awareness to to not be so reactive, but to choose and, you know, create a path myself? Exactly. Yeah. Because I have a choice. Yes. And that is a very empowering message, right? Yes. I have a choice, you know, and uh, the choice is in front of me. And it, it's a choice that only I can choose to make. Yeah, you know, it brings back that accountability to self. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So a lot of the problems you're talking about, ignorance, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, ignorant. there's no such thing as ignorance you know it's actually a deliberate decision not to hear the other at the angle right right so ignorance it is not what it seems it's a deliberate decision not wanting to listen to other people mm -hmm. you know and and that's that is a certain mindset you know and without self-awareness you know we can't undo that right undo that decision yeah in fact uh, uh thought uh, a quote comes to my mind it's not an exact quote but you know uh, there, there have been lately leaders saying the, the leaders that we get are a reflection of our mindsets so what we have in the news right is a reflection of what we are willing to be entertained by mm -hmm. you know so if the voices are very loud it's simply an indication that there are enough people who pander to those who who are entertained and who want those type of news, right? you know? So it's, it's not the other way around that, you know? The voices are getting louder, right? The voices are getting louder because I want it to be loud. I want it to be louder. Yeah. I want this noise to be so deafening that I can't hear anything else. 
So it's again coming back to an individual and our choices. Yeah, I hope the listeners can uh, contribute. Maybe they'll listen to this. Maybe they'll give their insights and uh, join this conversation. Appreciate you taking the time to give your thoughts and uh, to, to lend your background and your experience and mindset. Thank you. Thank you, Derek, for this opportunity. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join the conversation on MindsetPark.com by liking, commenting, and subscribing. Subscribers get inside access to insights from global thought leaders. Remember, your life is only as good as your mindset.